Hello, dear listener. This is Basement Gaming, episode 53. My name is Herb, and I'm joined by my dear cousin Brigham. Howdy, howdy. So this episode is all about change. Why do streamers change platforms? Why do we change games? And why do we move cities? If you enjoy the show, please feel free to give us a follow on your podcast listening app of choice. Follow us on Twitter at BasementGaming9, and also share the show with your gamer friends. With formalities out of the way, welcome to Basement Gaming. Fifty-three, we made it back. Indeed. Back in saddle. Back. Someone said back in the New York groove. <laughs> what you been up to? Where? What's going on in your life? Why are we? Um, why have well, we not recorded? <laughs> Yeah, if if you haven't told, haven't been able to notice by now, that means that I'm a really good editor. Uh, but most likely, you've noticed that my sound quality is not as good as it usually is, is because I don't have my current mic because I am kind of in the process of moving. So I just moved out to Seattle. Um, I am still waiting for my stuff to get here, which should be this week. But that's the main reason why we haven't been uh, putting any episodes for a while now, just because I've been out of town. It's been like just moving and then after the move i went on vacation and so it was just been a huge ordeal but we kind of figured out this week to do something so yeah uh, we're, we're, we're we are recording something and i think it's, it's actually gonna be a pretty good episode with, with with the topics we have lined up but yeah that's why we've been gone uh the hiatus is over y- you all can be uh, relieved <laughs> yeah I, I mean also i've been traveling a little bit the last couple weeks so yeah, we haven't been doing much gaming, but there's been a, lot, a couple of things going on. Um, so a few days ago, so I guess we can start with this. So like a few days ago, a huge streamer by the name of Tim the Tapman decided to change platforms and go to YouTube gaming exclusively. Um, so what, before we go into like the specifics of this, which I don't know if there is too many specifics of this, what is like your initial reaction of this move? A huge surprise. I mean, I don't know if you saw it too. It was like not just Tim the Tapman, but like the other guy. What's his name? The other guy. There's someone, Dr. Lupo. Dr. Also Lupo, went to YouTube, yeah. Like the same week. And what's interesting about that, it's like those are two people, streamers who are really close, play similar games. They're also really close to a couple other big YouTube streamers, Dr. Disrespect. And do you know who the other guy I'm talking The other guy with the Hunter Thieves? Courage. Yeah. So yeah. they're on YouTube. So it's kind of like they have this whole posse, you know what I mean? And yeah. I think it was a kind of a huge deal for the posse to be kind of like back together on the same platform. That's what makes this, to me, much a bigger deal than like Mixer, because Mixer was like grabbing people from different games. They got Ninja for Fortnite. They got someone else for Destiny 2 and things like that. This is like they're just going all in on a certain audience. And I think that's going to be huge to actually bring that audience over to youtube and this is the first time that i've seen a streamer move somewhere where i'm actually like oh i guess i'm actually gonna go to that streaming platform and i'm gonna watch them you know because I, I do like watching tim the tap man so yeah that was very surprising were you surprised by this announcement yeah i was, I was shocked because i mean there was no indication that he was unhappy in any way with twitch or anything um i feel like all the other ones it kind of just there was all, always like some drama around it but i guess it's just YouTube maybe just threw a bunch of money at them or something. It was just like, please come on our platforms. But like you said, I think, I think both those streamers just have like 
very loyal fan bases and it's like it's such an easy switch like everyone has youtube i think that's the difference between this these changes and the mixer change is like everyone would have to like install a whole new app to go to mixer you know a whole new app that's just that's different you don't know anything about it's just not as accessible as youtube which everybody uses and everybody knows of and everyone knows how to use it so it's a much easier transition so I mean, I, I I hope he got a big bag of money. Let's let's look into this here. Um, he did say, well, he did say one of the reasons why he moved was because he was going. He did this was because he's going to be streaming less than than he did before. Now he has a kid, and now he just moved. To, he moved to Florida a couple years back, and so he wants to yeah. stream less. And then when he says he wants to stream less, and that's the reason why he did this. To me, that says he can stream less because they're going to be giving him money to switch yeah. over to YouTube. You know what I mean? Just more consistent money yeah exactly and so I, I do think that they gave him some amount of money i don't know how much in fact i, I know they did because i remember asmongold made a video about this and he talked about how he knows that they got money for it so so yeah no it's a huge deal i don't think agree that's something i didn't think of is just the fact that i already use youtube i didn't ever use mixer yeah you know and i tried using mixer whenever fortnite or whenever ninja moved over to mixer I thought about checking it out. I remember checking it out a couple of times before, but you know, Mixer was just kind of always a mess. Like, there's just so much going on. I think they're trying to be like Twitch, so they have their own culture and community. But with that, it's like you know, learning a new language. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever seen like someone's experience in Twitch for the first time? There's like, always different emotes that have meanings behind them that you know you, you learn as you watch Twitch, but you don't know initially. And you know, you know, there's a bunch of like little like lingo and words with Twitch. It's how it is with Mixer as well. So it can be kind of a steep learning curve. And just being able to understand everything. But YouTube, you're already familiar with it. Most people already use it. Most most Twitch streamers have a YouTube channel already. Like like Tim did. He had two YouTube channels already. So it wasn't like yeah. a huge thing. People were already probably already subscribed to the YouTube channel that he's streaming on now. You know. So yeah, yeah that's a great point that it's already established. That makes it even easier. I mean, he, he's, I'm reading an interview with him here. Um, with this interview, he's saying here that he already has so many eyeballs on YouTube. Whenever people go up to him, he's he's saying that like people think he's a YouTuber before they think, oh, he's a Twitch streamer, right? So it's just, it's just easier for people to find him on YouTube right now, I think. And also with the algorithm, if people are just like watching YouTube, like Warzone clips or something, eventually the algorithm will push his his stuff to them and then they can just click on his stuff and all of a sudden he can like push his advertisement as in like oh subscribe to my channel or follow my channel and stuff like that and all of, all of a sudden he has a new viewer you know so i think his growth might be a little bit easier and i think also his audience is starting to lean kind of young i feel like all these guys audience is starting to lean kind of young because he's also saying that like a lot of his exposure comes from tiktok and we kind of already know what uh, audience age um is on tiktok right now so yeah people are just it's just easier for people to just find him on twitch even though i don't think oh no twitch on youtube even though i don't think he would have any problems getting exposure on on twitch because if you go to twitch warzone he should be one of the top 10 streamers at all times if not top five you know so so it's a bit strange for him to say about exposure because i don't think that'd be a much of a problem for him on twitch because i mean he's already an established streamer but I guess that, that's one thing you have to worry about when you know, yeah, the audience I, is leading towards one platform. You kind of want to go find them at that platform. Yeah, that's true. And I think he did talk a bit about this 
thing about exposure on a stream that I watched his first stream for YouTube. And sorry, he made a really good point that, um, you know, on Twitch, there's no algorithm to like really recommend things to you, right? Like if you want to find somebody to watch, you have to go to a certain, you can go do a, a certain game, but then after that, you have to keep scrolling down and down and down to see people. And it's really hard to, you know, especially like the, the streamers who only stream like five to 10 people, it's like really hard to find them if they're playing a really popular game. So at least with YouTube, like YouTube will definitely be pushing his st content out to other people, you know? So people who aren't even looking specifically for Tim the Tatman, who are just looking for Call of Duty or looking for games or whatever, like they may end up finding him unexpectedly, which is something that I feel like happens less so in Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, and I already I see an article here where he's reiterating the whole the contract just kind of gives him an easier, secure life, I guess, more stable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think YouTube YouTube is doing it right, man. It's just and it, it's so easy where they're when they're already established. Mm -hmm. Like Facebook tried. I don't think Facebook Gaming has taken off as as much. They're they're, they're trying still. Yeah, I mean they're doing okay. I don't think they're. It's definitely not a failure at this. I wouldn't call it a failure yet. It's a niche um, thing. Yeah, I think it's definitely point. a niche thing for sure. I almost, I kind of feel like it's more. Yeah, so I definitely think that YouTube. It, so here's the question that I have now: Is oh gosh, you're gonna make this freaking this edit's gonna be such a huge pain. Okay, wait five seconds. So here's my question. Do you think that Twitch should be worried about YouTube? Like is YouTube going to be the is is YouTube going to be the platform that all the streamers start jumping ship to because they're having a lot of complaints lately with Twitch about the problem with harassment and all the hate raids and at the same time people have been complaining about all the very vague rules that Twitch has and people getting banned without getting a reason why they were banned or things like that. Okay, so this actually goes into our later topic here. Um, I think they should be worried because one thing that bothers me about companies like Twitch and development companies, game development companies, is how slow they are about feedback, about accepting feedback from not, not only their, their user base or their audience, but also some of their biggest users in terms of Twitch, it'd be the, the big streamers and in terms of like games also, it's also streamers to be honest. And like their, their influence on the masses and their, their, how their opinion can really change the public's opinion. So I think whenever you have problems with Twitch where they're saying like, Hey, this DMCA stuff is really annoying. You should like talk to us better about it. Hey, like you need to figure out your categories better because a lot of people are not liking the categories thing. Yeah. Or, hey, these ads show up like every like 30 minutes randomly during a stream are incredibly annoying. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea how many times I'll be watching a battle royale and the streamer is literally in a top two situation, like freaking final circle fighting the last team and then eight ads pop up. And I'm just like, I know the streamer oh. didn't push these ads. So freaking yeah. Twitch did it. And I'm just like, oh, so I guess I just don't get to see the last fight of this uh, game. That's cool. <laughs> it's literally the worst. And, and the thing that sucks the most about that is that this is another thing too, I guess, that Twitch's video player is horrendous. 
like if you ever watch live streams on on youtube it's awesome because you, you can pause pause them live you can rewind back. them. yeah yeah it's amazing it works so much better and I, even like the vod just the vods of the vods in twitch compared to youtube videos like youtube videos are just superior in every shape and form um yeah, the, so the vods are terrible have you ever tried yeah. using the vods on uh, oh on a console or something oh my god it is impossible it's, yeah <laughs> it's impossible you're, you'll be sitting there like you better, you better get yourself like a rubber band like tie it down tie the joystick down with it because you're gonna be scrolling for days <laughs> on that video trying to get to the point you want to it sucks yeah, i forgive I totally him a did. little bit for that because i think youtube has the best video player on any internet period True. so i it is a high it is a high bar to cross high so standard. yeah but at the same time you could be better you know it's it's one of those things where why be a little bit better than what you are i don't expect and, and you to like, like surpass yeah, good, the like, video twitch, player website yeah like twitch has amazon money like how could they you tell me they don't have the money to at least like i don't know, like poach google people or, or figure out how to make it somewhat better like i wouldn't even say that the twitch video player is the second or third best like things like Vimeo, I think, are better than Twitch's VODs system. I'd say like it, it's 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 a problem that like so many Twitch streamers have made YouTube channels for highlights instead of just having their own thing internally in Twitch. And Twitch has just never done anything about it. Yeah, because you you can do you can make your own clips in Twitch and just have it sitting on your website. But I think mm-hmm. that's just that's just streamers diversifying their audience. I think just going in different platforms does. There's actual, uh, actual why, monetary why, why would, reasons why. Why would they not do at least do both? Like have a place where they can put them both on Twitch and in YouTube. And yeah, you can do clips in Twitch. We can't do like edited videos like we can on YouTube. You know, like upload edited clip videos or something. And I don't, there's just a whole bunch of problems with Twitch that like this just shines a light on it. And to be honest, I was shocked when Tim the Tapman announced it. But after that moment of shock passed i was actually relieved and happy because i remembered i have youtube premium i don't have to watch ads <laughs> i awesome. can just watch a stream and just not have to worry about ads at all and that's freaking amazing yeah I, again i think it is a little bit of a worry i think the twitch twitch viewers are getting more and more annoyed with little things and i think that we're also getting annoyed about our streamers getting annoyed because when the streamers get annoyed, the, the whole quality just goes down, you know, because they're just complaining about things. They don't stream as much. They start focusing on other things like YouTube and TikTok and Instagram. It literally, it literally brings down the whole quality of the product, you know? So yeah. I do think this is a worrying trend because these are some big streamers. Uh, I mean, what, what would be the next straw? Like, if Shroud <laughs> leaves again or if Asmin Gold leaves or XQC, like it's going to be when people start moving to YouTube and not having to get paid to move to YouTube. That's when it's going to be like a, a big thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you start seeing just people, like not even not big streamers, but just small streamers, medium sized streamers, move over from Twitch to YouTube just because they feel like it's a better platform. That's when it's going to happen. But you know what? In all honesty, I don't think that we'll ever get into a world where youtube becomes the platform and twitch dies because i do think that they're they're both very different in the, in a way that they manage themselves you know like twitch is very much centered around culture there's like a very culture gaming culture kind of vibe of twitch not just gaming but just like i was saying earlier like all pog champ like all these like words that people use yeah all, they're only it, is, it is its own ecosystem yeah it really it's is like it's and its like own YouTube, world yeah like, like twitch twitch is like a culture 
a community, Twitch is a community, YouTube is a platform. That's how I think about it. You know what I mean? Like, no, like, yeah, fair. And I think people, when they go over to YouTube gaming, they're going to think of it as like, oh, I'm going to see Tim the Tap Man. They're not like, oh, like, I'm a Twitch, I'm a Twitch viewer. I'm just, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to think of themselves as YouTube gaming viewers. You know what I mean? They're just going to think of themselves as people who like to watch Tim the Tap Man on YouTube. Yeah, I guess if you say it like that, yeah, we are a long, long way off from Twitch dying because, yeah, I, I can't imagine a world yet where people aren't saying Pog Champ. <laughs> this is like <laughs> F's in the chat, boys. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. there's so many memes just like have been spawned from Twitch existing. I don't think uh, the culture has moved away from it yet. The gaming culture hasn't moved away from it yet. So I don't think this isn't Doomsday yet. This is just, hey, worry about it and i mean okay so <laughs> hey worry about it <laughs> yeah so i mean we'll go into my next thing real quick about like i was gonna say too that's the name that's the name of this episode uh youtube gaming worry about it you, you just <laughs> called it out right there uh so what do you think like motivates because like i said my the big thing biggest thing i see motivates people from changing things like changing a video game for for instance like why a lot of uh i've been noticing more and more big call of duty streamers that pretty much 24 7 only stream call of duty i've been like you know what i want to play something else i want to play apex it's been the big one where people are just playing apex and grinding out apex levels um i think there's a lot of battle royale reason why uh people are liking apex right now but i also think there's there might be some just general game development and just gaming industry reason why like what what do you what would you think would be like your first theory of like why are people moving games right now yeah i mean it's an interesting question for me because i don't play call of duty but i would think for a couple things one being just burnout call of duty uh whatever even what is it even called the battle royale system <laughs> Warzone. War, Warzone. i was in call warframe and i was like wait that's a different game yeah Warzone. it's been out for so long now and I don't know if they've. I know mean, they updated the map. I don't think they've like added a new map, so I can imagine it getting pretty repetitive. But I also know people have always been having huge complaints about the game being kind of buggy, about the game having a huge botting problem, and so I guess you can tell me more specifically. But yeah, that's that's what I would guess. Um, so I I, I won't go too far into like the battle battle royale reasons why I think. Uh, Warzone might be having some problems here. I'll just go into like the uh, the things that I see happening a lot with community feedback not being answered. So the biggest thing is anti cheat. Um, so a lot of streamers I've been begging Call of Duty since the since since the beginning since Warzone came out. They've been begging for an anti cheat, just like, and it's just been getting worse and worse and worse and worse. It's it's, it's gotten to the point where if you watch a warzone streamer let's say for like half a day four hours probably like 20 to 30 percent of the games they get into have a cheater in it it's it's absurd and it, it's gotten so bad that they're just like we just don't want to play anymore right and that compounded with the battle battle royale reasons why like the reasons the reason why the game itself isn't changing, as in, like, they they always ask for, like, hey, we want to rank queue. That'd be great. So we don't have to worry about skill-based matchmaking and just a regular queue, right? It's just, like, things that aren't being answered. And this goes back to, like, 
PUBG, like player unknown battlegrounds, which was like probably the first big battle royale, right? So many unanswered community criti- uh, criticisms that just like killed the game. People were just like, we're sick of you just not listening to us and just doing whatever you want. Which again, it is up to the developers to do whatever they want with their game. But you know, don't be surprised if you're running an online game in which you patch it consistently, but then you don't do anything that the community wants, right? You just do whatever you want and like mm-hmm. almost ignore the community completely. They're just gonna leave whenever the next big game comes out. I think Warzone is one good battle royale from coming coming out like this year or next year from dying out completely. Like I, wow. I firmly believe that. I think if Battlefield Battle Royale comes out in 2021 and it fixes even like two of the five things that people are complaining about Warzone, it's gonna die. That's all it took. That's all it took <laughs> for PUBG to be overtaken by Fortnite and Apex. That's all it took for all the grown-ups to leave Fortnite to go to Call of Duty Warzone and Apex, people, the Apex community has been steady since the beginning because they're they're just so good at listening to their people, man. There's just been steady, like steady climb up, a couple plateaus here and there, but never dips, you know. So yeah, I think Warzone again. Worry, (laughs) I think you should worry, worry. like, (laughs) because freaking that's always the first step. When streamers are like, "I'm pissed, I'm gonna play another game," that's like the first step. You know, that's how mm-hmm. it happens with PUBG. It's how it happened with Fortnite. And now it's happening again, where it's like, I'm pissed. You guys don't listen to us. I'm going to play another game for a few weeks because I just want to break from this. Doesn't mean that they never go back. A lot, of, a lot of them have gone back. Like, Tim has been playing a lot of uh, Warzone the last two weeks. Freaking Nick Merck, Nick Merck still, he's been freaking grinding Apex for like three weeks. It's crazy. But yeah, they've gone back. But yeah. That's what's Do funny. Better. The same thing happens <laughs> with World of Warcraft as well. Like World of Warcraft Shadowlands came out. Everyone loved it initially, but same problem with every expansion these days. It's like it comes out with a whole bunch of new features that have a bunch of problems. People complain about them from the beginning. The, the team doesn't make changes till towards the end of the expansion. And then once the expansion ends, they get rid of the systems, come out with new systems, and it's just a repeating loop. loop. You know what I mean? The same process over again. And now in Shadowlands, people just gave up. Everyone's been moving to Final Fantasy XIV. Now FF14 is like this hot thing that everyone is making videos. All the WoW streamers are playing Final Fantasy XIV now. And now because of that, finally, like Blizzard is like making changes to what these what the people want. So, I mean, it it's kind of sucks, but I feel like this has to happen at a certain point. Like people can complain and complain and complain, but until... They put their, you know, money where their mouth is, and and if that's that's the phrase that I just butcher that. I don't know if 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 they vote with their wallet and take their money somewhere else. That's the only way that these things are going to change. Okay, but yeah, it's it's frustrating because I just see it happen so much, and you would think they would learn from one another. Where it's like, I we don't have to listen to everything the community says, but there's just such big things, such big glaring issues. You know, it's just. Why not have an anti-cheat? It's not going to fix everything. You're not going to solve 100% of the cheater problems. And they do ban the cheaters. Like, I'm not going to say they don't ban them. But there are better systems for making sure that, like, they don't just make a new account. They don't just, like, get... Or sometimes the the cheaters will have, like, an account for weeks with ridiculous KDAs without getting banned. And it takes, like, a streamer running into them inspecting them for like a couple of minutes to be like oh yeah they get banned like while they're inspecting them it's like oh my god how many games did that cheater 
ruined before they got banned. You know, it's it's annoying. So it's just things that like it's really game breaking. That really, I feel like all their resources should have gone towards this, but you know, it feels like they're focusing on other things. Obviously, they probably have different teams doing different things. And I mean, again, besides like the other things where the game kind of feels dry right now, their formula of like new seasons just hasn't really invigorated the player base again we kind of need a new map there's like other things that are very game specific that need to change but i think the overall idea of devs need to be more wary of the criticisms from their community if they want to survive for the long haul uh i think games like league of legends do it to a certain point but i think league of legends just has a competition problem where there's just no other big moba that cannot compete with them at this point which is kind of why they're going to have a monopoly on the market. They can just do whatever they want. But trust me, Call of Duty does not have a, a, a monopoly on Battle Royale, and it will not for the next couple of years because f- freaking Halo. Dude, what happens when Halo comes out with a BR? Oh, my god! And gosh. it's like anywhere near as good. Are you see- Like, it's going to destroy it. Like, they need well, to be I mean, careful. Halo is coming out the free-to-play multiplayer. I think even that alone is going to be taking up some space in the market. So, yeah, yeah, I'm very excited. And the cool thing about this whole Apex versus Call of Duty is that, you know, the head of the team, the head of the studio that makes Apex Legends, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but they're EA Studio. They were created. Yeah, Respawn. Respawn. So yeah. Respawn, the, the, the founder of the company, was the original... The founder of the company was the original creator of Call of Duty at Activision. And because of a dispute, him and the other founder of, of Call of Duty left and made their own studio called Respawn. And so now it's like this thing where the studio that they created has a game that is now competing with their old game license. And in, in some ways losing, but in some ways, you know, winning. Like just the fact that Apex Legends is still around because getting into that BR market is so difficult, you know, and obviously with the name call of duty it's like everyone knows even people who don't play games know what that name is for apex legends to stick around and still be as big as it is is a huge accomplishment yeah i i'm a huge fan of apex i've been trying to get my friends to play it for the last two weeks i've been playing it again i freaking love it i think more people should play it it's now cross play too and it's always been free to play i think they're doing they're doing everything right i think it's i definitely think it's the best br in the market right now, even though like I remember when I first started playing Call of Duty, I was saying it might be the perfect BR. Um, after much consideration, I don't think it is. I I barely think it's a BR to be honest. I think it just happens to have some BR elements, but there are some cardinal rules in Battle Royale that Call of Duty breaks, and I think that's what makes it interesting. That's what made it fun in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, okay, we get it. We like what you're doing now, but can you, you know? improve or fix the current problems or else you're just gonna get pushed to the side i mean it's just that's just online gaming in general you know it's just either adapt or get eaten <laughs> speaking of online games and, and games that need to adapt i want to know okay what is your take on the game that refuses to die destiny because what is just, up with that <laughs> they, they just made they just made an ask for a new expansion that everyone's excited about and this game, every time they come with an expansion, I'm like, oh, sweet. This is this is the moment where I get into Destiny. And then I play it for like a week, and then I realize it's not for me, and I leave. There's always something that brings me back. And now I just found out that the game has cross-play. 
So you can play with people from X on Xbox with PS4 with PC players. And now I'm like, okay, how do I get Alyssa back into Destiny so that way I can play on the PC and she can play on the Xbox and we can play the game together and this and that and John's into it and but it happens every time. <laughs> I don't uh, know. I De- Destiny is is a conundrum. I don't I don't understand why it's still around. I I don't like it. But if there's definitely people out there that do, so all the power to you, man. Freaking keep on gaming. It's just I guess it's just something about it. it it's got that. I think it's got a little bit of that wow factor, the World of Warcraft factor, where just the new content is enough to bring people back, for, even if it's for a little bit. You know. Yeah, so true. I mean, those, Destiny those, those is the only trailers get you so hyped too. That, that's what it is, man. And Destiny is really the only um, shooter-based MMO that's kind of surviving. The, the Division is the only other one that I can think of off the top of my head that's like big, but Division doesn't have continuous updates like Destiny does. You know, if I think if Division from the jump went into into it with the idea of like, hey, like every other year we're gonna need we're gonna need some, you know, like. Maybe not a whole game, but we're going to need some patches, some expansions. They didn't go in with that, and they kind of dried up and died. And then I think that's what's keeping Destiny alive. It's like every other year, they're like, we're dropping a new expansion. We're dropping a new storyline. We're dropping new stuff because they know to stay alive in the MMO game, you got to update like every year, every year and a half at the most, I think. So Yeah, so true. Good on them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, that's that's a great point. And I think just the fact that, you know, Division's controlled by Ubisoft. And honestly, but Destiny wasn't making enough money for Activision, which is why Bungie eventually just became an independent company. It started publishing the game independently, apart from Activision, because even at the height of Destiny and Destiny 2, it wasn't making, making enough money for Activision. It was causing issues between them and Bungie, so... It's just a whole interesting thing. Also, Rip Anthem. <laughs> Remember that game? <laughs> Never tried it, but yeah, I could tell from the jump that that thing was going to be terrible, man. I knew it. Oh man, I, I did not. I did that. not get fooled at all. I was like, this this game's gonna it's gonna die. It's gonna die real fast. Uh, yeah. But I mean, who knows? Freaking all of Activision might die. Did you hear they're getting sued by the whole state of California? It's, yeah, they're, that's crazy. They're, they're down bad. It's not. We talked about this last time. We talked a little bit about it, but this, I mean, this is a new lawsuit that came out like, before, like, oh, okay, in between our podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, do better, <laughs> in general. Again, yep. do better. Uh, I think I think we're going pretty long here. This is, this is a good. This is a good. Uh, good catch up episode for sure. Yep, welcome back. Yeah, we've had uh, quite an eventful life the last two weeks, and we had quite the eventful recording session that. Hopefully, Brigham will be able to um, edit away. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, if you, if, if any of you ca- if if you catch a oh crap, we did something wrong in the podcast. Uh, that's yeah, I, I yeah. missed that, but yeah. hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> we'll be alright. It's fine. This is this is basement gaming. We never we never once said we we're gonna be crazy professional about this anyway. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, if you enjoyed this episode and the show in general, please give us a follow on your podcast listening app of choice and on Twitter at BasementGaming9 to get updates on when new episodes are coming out. Uh, Do you got anything else, Brigham? That's it. Hope you all had a great Labor Day weekend. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks for listening. Come back next time. Yes,